Thanks for tuning in to the True Vibe Podcast. Here, we help you connect to your true vibration, expand your energy to authentically align you to your highest vibrational self. I'm your host, Mary McMonagle. I am the energy expansion coach here to guide you to connect with your intuition and energy to embody the person you desire to be. Now let's vibe, tribe. Hey, True Vibe Tribe, welcome back and thank you so much for listening. This conversation with Chelsea was really grounding. This is for you if you feel like you're getting closer to what it is that you want, you feel like you're getting closer to becoming more of yourself and sharing that with the people around you. And we really talked a lot about this. We use this theme almost, this metaphorical theme of you're on this boat and you're journeying to this island. And that island is whatever you want it to be. Your goals, your dreams, your manifestations, or really your authentic self. And we use this metaphor along this episode and of really how you can become your authentic self, you can be your weird self, and using faith as an anchor for that, using faith to persevere the challenges, using faith to get you to your destination, to your island, and really the power within that. A little bit about Chelsea. She is a certified quantum life coach, sober mentor, and business creatrix. She utilizes various tools, including human design, to guide self-led women's embody faith and transform into their highest self. Her magical containers range from high-level one-on-one experiences to group masterclasses where she leads with heart, energetics, and soulful strategy. I love Chelsea. (laughs) I love her. Uh, We have been connected for quite some time now, and she really is magical. (laughs) That's what I have to say about her and her energy, uh, because she has gone deep. She has gone to the depths, and you can really feel that from her. You can feel that when you're in her space. Listening to this episode, I know you're going to feel that from her. And I'm really excited for you to experience that and and listen to this conversation. So we are going to jump right in. Hey, True Vibe Tribe. Welcome back and thanks so much for listening. I'm here with, oh, the beautiful, lovely Chelsea. How are you today? I'm so good. I'm so freaking pumped to be here. And thank you for thank you for having me. It's such an honor to just be in your energy and your presence and let alone get to have like a fun conversation with you. Oh, likewise, as when she came on, as soon as she came on, I'm like, Oh, my God, you look so good. And I'm like, (laughs) I love it. I love and it. I just I know that's an attestment a testament for the work that you're doing. and, And you have really been talking a lot about embodying faith and, and, and I see you, we were just talking about this before we hit record showing up authentic. Can you share a little bit about really how your faith is currently guiding you to this next version of your authentic self? Yeah, totally. Oh my gosh. That's such a good question. Um, we're diving yeah. right, <laughs> right. Like we're just going straight, straight in, straight in. I love it. Um, yeah. So Currently, like my faith, 
my faith is driving the ship like completely, you know, and I feel like I've come to this place of surrenderedness where I'm just allowing myself to be driven to like one of my mantras lately is I lead myself to be led by God so that I can lead others, you know, in whatever aspect that looks like, right? Like even leadership of, of my family and not to say that it's like my way or the highway type of leadership, but more so just this like authentic influence, right? And so, yeah, like my faith currently is like leading me to take myself completely out of the boxes that I have put myself in that I feel like a lot of us get conditioned to put ourselves in, in order to fit in, in order to be liked and be loved because essentially like, that's what we're all here for. And as you and I were just talking about too, I, you know, I shared with you and I'm, I'll bring it here is, you know, last night I was, I was thinking about something to offer for my peeps. And one of the thought that came to me was like, man, we just all need to just like own our weirdness and like be weird. And this morning as I'm pulling cards, you know, that was like one of the resounding messages was just don't, don't care so much about what other people think, you know, and embrace the weirdness that we are. And in that we're all unique, you know, and I truly believe that we are all so unique and we all have this like divine purpose here, whether that's a grandiose purpose or whether it's, you know, something maybe not as in the spotlight, but like how we get to just own that part of ourselves instead of shying away from it. And that's what fully brings us into this authentic expression of who we're here to be. And for so long, I think that I, I, I leaned away from that and I shied away from that because I, I had this exterior of like, I don't really care what people think about me, but deep down inside, you know, that little girl in me was like, I just want to be loved and I just want to be accepted. And so my faith has brought me to a place of understanding that I already am that I already am accepted and I already am loved and I already am supported. And that all comes from, from God and from the universe and from my guides and everything else. And so the, the work in that is to continue to surrender to that, to continue to like, just, okay. Like if I know I'm loved and I know I'm accepted and I know I'm supported, then how else do I get to express myself? Like there's, there's so much safety in that knowing and in that surrender. And when we allow ourselves to do that, then it's like, watch out now, now what else? Like what's next? What's next? So. Wow. I love that. That's so beautiful. And I have, I have two really powerful questions that want to come through, but I know that the question I'm going to ask um, next is going to lead into that other question. Okay, I, perfect. Want to, I want to tap on getting into that inner weirdo, Yeah, but I feel like as we're on the, we'll go with the, the boat as we're on the, we're on this boat that you mentioned, you know, like cruising and you're cruising with faith and we want to get to this Island, say to, to fully embrace our inner weirdo authentic self. And the journey there is really seems like it's embodying this faith, but I know for people listening and this is what comes up. And what I'm seeing is like, there's two different islands, right? Maybe the one Island is like, do what everyone else is doing, but this other Island is like calling to you. And it's, this struggle to surrender because maybe you're being pulled the one way, but it takes a, just a small shift 
to change the sail to go the other way and the wind's blowing that way. So you're going to go there so much more smooth. Um, what does, what can, what can that shift be to help people surrender, to help people to, to let go, to enter into that phase of the smooth sailing? Mm, I love this. I love this so much. And you're probably not going to like my answer, but, or, <laughs> but it, for me, this is the, for, me. <laughs> for me, this is the truth. Like it is, we have to be willing to do the scary shit. We have to be willing to do the scary thing and to lean on that fear. And I feel like when we see these two islands and we're going in the direction of maybe the way that everyone else is going, but we're feeling this pull to go to the other island because there's so much more richness in that other island and it's not as crowded and it feels more free and it feels like more authentic to us. Like that can be scary because it's so unknown because we don't have the evidential, tangible proof of what can come from that. And in that fear, there's so much, there's, there's, yeah, it's just the fear, right? It's like, it is the scary. It is the unknown. And what I've found is that fear isn't something to shy away from. It's something to embrace. And it's something to understand Like that is our guiding post. Like that fear is actually the compass because when it's something that scares us and not scares us to the point of like, I feel like my life is in danger, right? There's like two different sides of fear there, but scares us in the sense of like, this feels really exciting. And also like, I have no idea what's going to come from this. Like, that's it. That's the piece where it's like, when we allow ourselves to lean more into that, there's so much growth in that there's so much growth for ourselves and the ripple effect that gets to happen from that is, I mean, immeasurable, it's immeasurable. So again, I would say, you know, like if it scares you, it's because it's for you. It's because it's for you. Mm -hmm. And that's how we know it's when we stay comfortable that things get stagnant and that energy just kind of stays there. And eventually for me, in my experience, that energy starts to feel heavy and it starts to feel like, what's the point? What's the point? So the more that I have allowed myself to lean on that fear and to walk with it and to embrace it and to call it what it is. And in the moment, right? Like that, that almost like shadow aspect of it, when we shine the light on that, we can see it for what it is that it's really just a compass and it's really just guiding us. And there's so much growth and there's so much opportunity in that growth when we, when we choose to like embrace it. Yeah. I love that. It's like at at the end, I was just hearing in in my head, my guides were saying, they're like, fear is your friend. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, totally. It totally is your friend, right? Like sometimes it can be a a bully and you just want to tell it to shut up, but you know, at the same (laughs) time, like it's there for a reason. It's really there for a reason. Yeah, I love that. So I see us like moving closer towards this, this island, this island of freedom, authenticity, inner weirdoness. But so, right, maybe we adjusted the sails. We're working through that fear. Can you talk about temptation and when that comes in? Because maybe we start to make, we start to go towards our goals, our dreams, our, our island. And then we're getting there and we're in this moment of, 
oh my God, what if, what if this Island doesn't have food? What if I can't provide for myself? What if all the what ifs? And then you're thinking about the other Island. You're like, I already know that Island over there. They have shelter, they have food, they have water. Uh, so can you talk about like the, maybe in temptation and, and what, uh, intrusive thoughts come in with that? Because I know at least for me, I'll have a thought like, oh, maybe I should just give it all up. And it's like, what? Girl, yes. <laughs> and it's like, cause it's like tempting because there are different, you know, easier options to take always, but it's staying grounded in your truth. So can you talk about to like temptation and, and maybe some of those like thoughts that come in? Yeah. And this, this feels so resonant right now for an exercise that I just went through yesterday, in fact. Um, and I've been going through this in um, a mastermind that I'm in, but it's the overall arching theme. Like my answer for this question is like, it, it all gets to be true, but we get to decide which aspect of that truth we're going to rock with. Right. So like those thoughts, those nagging thoughts, the temptation of like, this feels hard and like leaning on fear is not the easy route. The easy thing to do is to stay comfortable, to stay in that zone of, I know what to expect from this because this is the path that I've been on for so long. That's the easy way. And that's the way that most people will go because it's easy, but there's a lot of discomfort in that from dissatisfaction. This is where we can get angry with ourselves. So so I will say like when that temptation comes and, and those thoughts start spiraling out of control, almost like of, I don't know, I have no fucking idea what's going to happen over here. And like, it feels really scary. And can I even do this? And it would be so much easier to just go to the other Island. At least I know people over there, over here on this Island, it feels so isolating right now, you know, but like, why is this calling me? Right? Like we can have this back and forth battle with ourselves and like understanding that those are both just parts of us. Like there is the part of us that feels like everything is going to work out and that we have this big purpose and like all of it gets to come true. And that's the, what if it all works out? Right. Mm. And then there's a part of us of the doom and gloom and like, but I have no idea. And like, what if this doesn't work? And is this just going to be a waste of my time? And am I like really just full of shit? these are the thoughts that I have, right? Like, am I just full of it? Yeah. Both of those aspects of us get to be true. And every morning and even throughout the day, when we wake up, we get to decide which truth we're going to lean into. Mm. So I would say when that temptation comes up, like, first of all, a lot of that can come because we are in a dysregulated state. Like we're just, maybe we're overwhelmed. Maybe we are burnt out from whatever we're doing. So it's coming back to, like you said, this groundedness, this coming back to our breath, coming back to a place where we can remind ourselves like, Hey, we're safe. Like we got ourselves, God's got us. So we're good here. Now, what, what's the story? And honoring that story, honoring that fear, letting it have the mic, letting it speak, knowing that it's okay, knowing that we're still safe in that. And then deciding like from a place of safety that, okay, well, I choose to lean on what I know to be true and what I want to be true in this moment. And that's that all this is going to work out exactly or better than I've ever hoped for. 
I love that. That makes me think of really just like tuning your frequency and your energy to which, like which rate, the thing that is like us being all energy and vibrations is like both, like you said, both of those are your truth, but which one do you want to tune into? Do you want to put your energy on the station where you're, where everything doesn't work out and all those what ifs do come true? Or do you want to be in control and say, you know what, today I'm going to tune my energy, my frequency to the station where it all does work out Yeah, better than I imagined. Yeah, totally. Totally. Right. They're just like two sides of the spectrum right? Like both of those frequencies, they're all on like the same spectrum, so to speak. It's all in that same, same radio. And it's just turning that dial to which, which sounds better for us, like which feels better for us, you know? And, and I believe that it's always a choice. I believe that it's always a choice. I think when we get to a place where we are dysregulated. And when I say that I'm talking about like our nervous systems and, and we're not tapping into the tools that are available to us, like our breath work, like moving our bodies, like grounding these practices. When we are in a dysregulated state, we can lose that executive functioning and we can not make clear decisions. So it always comes back to like, what are the tools that we have in our tool belt? You know, even if it's just chiming into this podcast and listening to other people sharing their stories with it too, to remind us that we're not alone, because that ultimately brings that safety back to us for, for, and from that place, we can make better decisions. We have like our executive functioning comes back and we can see things a little bit clearer and we then get to choose like what thoughts we want to believe. Mm, I love that. And I love that you mentioned the tools because I know you're super, um, into like, man, uh, manifestation, human design. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All of it. Um, all of it. Can you talk about, uh, like how the human, de- how connecting with human design, uh, what that's been like for you on your journey? Yes. So I, I consider myself a student of life, like forever learning. And I believe that one of the greatest gifts that we can give ourselves is to learn about ourselves. Right. And I also believe like on the opposite side of that is like, we met never may truly know ourselves either. So like, there's like the weird paradox of it all. But when I first found human, I, so like, you know, backing up a little bit, like there's all those, like in school, we did like the Myers-Briggs and like all these personality tests. And I was always like, so fascinated by that. Right. Like just to like, understand myself a little bit better to make me feel not like a weirdo, right. To feel like, okay, like I get this. And then, then I read, you know, got into like, okay, what's my love language. Right. So it kind of like, you know, avalanched into that. I don't know. That was probably not the right expression for that, but anyway, like, you know, just like kind of compounds into, into what, what's next, what's next. So then it was like, okay, what's my Enneagram and like learning about that. And then like human design came into my awareness and that goes off of our birth data. And I really love the astrology side of things. Like I always have And so like human design combines like astrology, it combines I Ching, it combines the Kabbalah, which is the tree of life and it combines um, the chakra system. So like to bring in all of these really cool modalities together and to understand like that, understanding that this wasn't 
it wasn't a personality test for me to like answer questions because I feel like sometimes when we have those types of personality tests, we can manipulate our answers to like what sounds good. So is it really true? Like for me, that was always like the back question in my mind. Like, is this really true? Like, did I answer that truthfully? But like having a system like human design that goes strictly off of our birth data for me, like resonated so much more deeply. So when I found it, I truly felt like, holy moly, like this is such a cool system. It is such a cool tool because essentially what it, my interpretation of it is like, essentially it's just like this blueprint almost for us to understand how we are naturally designed to utilize our own energy and where we might be or have been conditioned from picking up other people's energy and how we then get to transmute that, right? Like how we get to decondition ourselves from the different energy centers to understand our own energy even better. Because when we understand that, then we get to use our energy in a more purposeful way, like with direction and with that, with that authentic expression of it too. So for me, it just kind of like changed the game. It changed like how I operate not only for myself, but then also like looking at my husband's human design and like knowing certain friends, human design and knowing clients, human design. It's like, Oh, well, yeah, no wonder why you're feeling like so stressed out, you know, about getting this thing done on time. Well, because you have an undefined root center, you know, or like, no wonder why you're having all this self-doubt come up. Well, it's because, you know, you have an open head center, like all of these different pieces of it, we get to like, start to bring into play. And it just, it helps everything kind of click into place for me. I love that you explained that so well too I never really thought of yeah the human design with like the energy aspect I don't know how oh, yeah <laughs> yeah like that's the biggest part of it because all of us and in, in when you look it up and you can look up your human design for free for anybody that's listening uh, my body graph is where I like to go but you can look it up for free when you enter in your birth data and the parts of the body graph on there that have your centers, which are the geometric shapes on the body itself that are white are where we are open or undefined. And so that leads for the most conditioning, because that's when you think of it, like that energy field, that center is open. It's open to influence. It's open to taking in energy from other people there, right? So then we get to discern, like, is this even mine to hold on to? For example, myself, I have an open head center. So this is the center that governs ideas and inspiration, right? And like thoughts. And it's also a pressure center of like, I need to have all these answers figured out right now. Like I have to have the answers for all these questions. And in reality, like all of those questions that may be, putting this pressure on me to find the answers for are not even mine. They're not even mine because that center is open and I'm pulling in that energy from other people. So it's really freaking cool. And you can go down the whole rabbit hole with it. And it can be like an endless, an endless game to get into (laughs) if you really want to. So I just, I think it's such a great tool and a great system to be able to, like I said, understand people and why do we want to understand people? For me, it comes back to a place of like giving compassion to be able to extend compassion, to be able to extend grace to others and to ourselves and stop, you know, stop being so hard on ourselves too, at the same time. 
Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I really liked how you, uh, shared how your journey to like, kind of, like you said, compounding into yeah. all this growth and learning. And you're like, I never stop learning. And that's so, which is so important on this journey. Uh, now I would kind of love to bring it back to where we started in the beginning of, of making our way to these islands and, and you and I, before we hit record, we were talking about, again, really just like embracing our inner weirdo. And we were talking about all the different boxes of life. Like there's your, when you're at your job, your career, or maybe how you show up online. If you're an online entrepreneur, then how you show up when you're around your, your friends, how you, when you're around your family, maybe your kids, um, maybe your kids and their parents and all these different places, uh, what has it been like for you to, what have you, what have you had to overcome to really allow yourself to be consistently showing up as your authentic self? Mm, that's such a good question. I'm going to sink into that for a second. I feel like for me, I've had to overcome my own bullshit. <laughs> my, and when I say that, like my own doubts and my own insecurities and my own feelings of unworthiness, mm. and I am by no means perfect. And this still all comes up and it's still something that I work through and don't know, you know, unless I can become completely enlightened in this lifetime, like, I don't know if I ever will, but I've, I've had to overcome trying to be something that I'm not. And I feel like not to blame that on anybody else, but we, we do get conditioned, you know, like our, our main influence growing up and, and you know, this, like from the time we're born until about seven years old, we're just, that's the, that's where we're getting all of our conditioning from. Right. So like coming from a place of like understanding that our parents for the most part did the best that they could with what they had and knowing now that I'm doing the best that I can with what I have. Right. Like that for me just kind of takes the pressure off. And also what is it that I can control? Well, I can control how I can control how I choose to show up every day. Right. As we were saying before, I get to control like what truth, I want to lean into and really just like bringing it back to a place of like, no matter what, I always come back to this place. Like nobody really cares that much. Yeah. Like about other people, like, and for the people that, that do care and that like, that's the topic of their conversation, because that was, you know, a big part of my circle before I really dove more into like self-development understanding and having that compassion now to understand like they're in their own pain and they're grieving for themselves. So like for me to sit here and spend my precious energy and my precious time that I don't get back on worrying about what others think is just a waste of it. It's a waste of it. And I can direct that energy into how do I get to show up more fully and then make an impact with that? Because to me that that outweighs trying to figure out, you know, if people are going to like me, if they're going to resonate with me, you know, and, and, and at the end of the day, I'm not for everybody. 
I'm not for everybody. And like understanding that too, you know, I think I really had to let go of of trying to be liked and loved by everybody because it's just not attainable. It's not. Oh yeah. I resonate with all of that. So deeply. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure you're listening and, um, and vibrating with this. You're definitely, that definitely resonates because, and it's like, you know, people like, like us and who we just have, we have a big heart. Like we do genuinely care and we have so much fucking love to give and we just want to give it all away. But it's like, well, first we have to learn to like give it to ourselves, And like part of that self-love is not caring what people think. And I know that's really helped me on my journey of most of the time people aren't worried about you because they're in their own shit. Like, yes, totally. Totally. They're in their their own world. Yeah. They're in their own world. And I really like that. You said, uh, it was part of it was like, stop trying to pretend to be something you're not, because I feel like I got caught in that for a really long time where, uh, I pretend, right. Cause that's also a manifestation act as if like pretend, pretend, but it's like, at first you have to believe, like you have to really believe that and not Mm -hmm. like in that almost acting where it's like, you're, you're believing and then doing it. Uh, so I really like that because I know, uh, that sometimes I always say fake it till you make it's wrong because, Mm -hmm. uh, and that might be, you know, someone, someone might disagree with that, but it's, it's, I really believe that it's like, if you're trying to act like, Oh, I have it all together. I'm this person. Then people, I mean, it's all energy. People feel that, um, I totally went on a tangent and lost what I was going to connect that with. Um, Oh, with, uh, I know what's really helped me also is just like really what you said about um, if people are going to be talking about you, then, then good. Like then you are, then you are making an impact in a way. True. Um, Yeah. How has, how has that shaped you to, really embody, uh, embody this faith, embody this version of you? Is it, is it, has it shaped you with like more confidence? Has it shaped you with more self-love? Like what is, what does it really like feel like? Hmm. It feels at this point in my journey, it feels pretty neutral mm-hmm. and I'm understanding that that is the sweet spot. Like there isn't really a lot of excitement with it. And there's also not like devastation or fear with it. It's more so just this grounded piece, right? Which sometimes can feel boring, but at the same time, it's like, I feel like what we're all searching for. So at this point in my life and and in my faith, I feel that sense of just like, solidity with it. Like, no, this is, this is real. And this is true. And when it comes to the piece of, you know, people caring or what others think or unleashing that, that weirdo inside of us. Right. I think when we have, when we get to a point of, and even if it's not constant, but it's like, we get glimpses of that neutral place of like, feeling grounded and feeling solid in that, that's when we get to really let it go and just understand like, no matter what I do, no matter what I say, it's all perfect. It's Mm -hmm. all perfect. And perfect in the sense of if I trust that 
I was created by the most high creator to come and create, co-create, like then what's wrong with that, right? Like, I hope that that made sense and how I'm like trying to tie it all together here, but like, oh my gosh, yeah. For me, that's just it. And it it always, it always comes back to when I feel out of that, like I understand I'm trying to control way too much. Mm. And really there's, there's very, a very small amount of what I have control over Mm. and I can control. I wake up every morning and I can, I can clear my energy and I can call my power back. And I, I choose to wake up and do that every morning. And I choose to do that before the evenings and even throughout the day. It's so interesting because you've been coming into my thoughts a lot lately. And I'll be like, I'm just going to clear the energy of my phone right now, because that's where I do the most of my business, you know, and like clearing the energy of our business, right? Like bring again, bringing back all of those tools for me, like helps me stay grounded in that. It helps me stay grounded. And also, and also too, I, I believe that we get so trapped in our mind and we get, can be so trapped in our thoughts that we're not sinking into the wisdom that Mm -hmm. our, our body holds and where our spirit really lives, which is, you know, in our body. And then that extends out, out of us as well. So coming back to a place of like feeling safe enough in my body, with these practices that I can then show up authentically. And if that authentic, if me being authentic seems weird to someone else, then so be it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I feel like that whole share just really grounded me and brought me back into my body. Oh, good. <laughs> that's just the energy, right? Like you talking about that and like feeling into that. I'm like, Oh, I feel really good right now. <laughs> good. I'm so glad. That chair just shifted me. And maybe if you're listening to this, you feel like more like me right now. My hands are like all over my body. I'm just like, oh, I'm more in check with my body. That was yeah. such a beautiful reminder. And you mentioned with, you know, people not being okay with that inner weirdo. And, and yeah, that's on them. It can be really challenging mm-hmm. really uh, to embrace that around people who you want to love that part of you. Mm. Like I know in my journey, it's been my parents, it's been my mom, it's been my dad and yes, they love me from the core. They love who I am, but there's this depth, right? You're a deep soul. If you're listening to this, you're a deep soul. Uh, and we want them to love this depth about us like so badly. (laughs) Can you talk about what it, what, what it's like to continue to embrace that inner weirdo, even being around people on your journey? Uh, I don't know who it's been for you, but people on your journey who you're like, can you just love this part of me? But they can, they never will be able to get to that place. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What comes up for me, like the word that keeps coming up for me um, as you're speaking is just vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Like it really is just allowing ourselves to be vulnerable and to the, to the point of being vulnerable where we feel safe enough. And I think when it comes to the people, sometimes that we are closest with like our family, right? Like maybe even some friends that we've had for a really long time, like to be that vulnerable, to expose that depth of, 
our weirdness and like all the, you know, maybe crazy stuff that we're into and like the conversations that we, that we can have with people who get us like online, right. (laughs) Like to bring that into some quote unquote normal conversations, you know, it's like, what is Chelsea off her rocker right now? Like that, you know, and that's like the thought that goes through my head, but I believe that it's in our vulnerability is where people can connect to us. Right. So it goes back to that. Like first thing we were talking about of like, that feels scary and that's the fear, but it's in that fear that we grow. Right. And I, and I think that there's a distinction between wanting the love from people and wanting people to also understand us and we have to be willing to be misunderstood, but know that we can still be loved at the same time. Right. Like for, for most of the people in my life, in my, in my world, not everybody is doing this work, right? Like they're doing maybe a small version of the work, but like I go deep with it, you know, cause like, I want to get there. <laughs> I want to get there as quick as possible, which is probably, it's, it's just not, but I'm like, so curious. It's so fascinated with everything too. Right. So it's just like, it just kind of, again, compounds. Right. And I just like build this momentum with my own inner work, but like for the people that aren't necessarily like doing those things, there is, there's the disconnect. Right. And I know that this has been said and I don't know by who, but like, we can only meet people to the depths where we have been willing to go ourselves. Yes. Yeah. So like that, that yearning for wanting people to, to love us and to connect with us on such a deep level, like there, there's so much truth in that yearning, but it's also like, who are the people that can meet you there and how can you welcome them in? And how can you also extend grace for the people that haven't met you there and may never will in this lifetime, because truly it's, it's not that they don't love us. It's that they love us from the point that they can. And we have to be willing to be vulnerable enough to be misunderstood. Mm, that's so beautiful. I have tears in my eyes <laughs> because that made me think of, I keep getting this vision and I keep using it as a, as a metaphor um, even today, so I was redoing, uh, my boundaries, like writing down clear boundaries and, and I posted it on my story and I'm like, I wonder if people are going to read this one part and laugh. And it was said somebody like your new boundaries. And I wrote one of my new boundaries is, um, think of a track, right? We're running the race. You're either running right next to me, or maybe you're not too far behind me. But if you're just getting started, I'm not going to wait for you, but that's okay. When I get done, I'll, you know, I'll be cheering you on as maybe I'm stretching or getting food or drinking water and I'll be cheering you on, but I'm not going to wait for you. And that's like one of my new boundaries. And that's really like kind of what your share brought that up is um, it's not meaning like in a way where I'm not going to love the people who are just getting started or mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to not accept them. It's just like, I know we're where I want to go and where I want to be. And, um, and, and granted there's people ahead of me too. And they, and I'm, yeah. I'm trying to catch up to them and they're the ones who are motivating me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. that really, your share really prompted that, uh, metaphor that like keeps coming up time and time again in my head this week. Uh, now, <laughs> now to kind of come up a little bit, cause we are real deep in the water. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
come up for air. Come on. Even, yeah, after I said that, I was like, ah, breath of air. <laughs> <laughs> the next question I'm going to ask isn't really deep, deep at all, but I'm, oh, I'm just genuinely curious because I know embracing your inner weirdo and being you and authentic. So what's the weirdest thing you've done recently or even just in general? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So I went, I took a trip with, um, and for me, this was really weird at the time. And now it just like, oh yeah, that's like, that's a thing. And it's totally a thing. Um, I took a trip with a couple of girlfriends to Sedona and the three of us had never gone on a trip together, which was, you know, a a whole like journey of itself, but it was probably one of the coolest, most magical trips that all of us had ever been on. And (laughs) we went, you know, we were like, Oh, let's go get some energy healing. Let's go, you know, whatever massages, like all of that, like Sedona is just like this amazing vortex for anything and everything. And it's like, everybody you talk to there, like knows their, knows their, their signs, they know their human design. Like they can tell you all about themselves and their self. So it's just, it's really, it really is just like its own little world over there. But we all, we go into this place and there was a sign for a lady that was doing light language and other things. And I'm like, I have no idea what the heck that is, but I am so fascinated and I have to experience this. So like that was probably, it's not something that I could even explain to anybody else what it is because I'm, I've, I have not gone down that rabbit hole, although like, it's like, Hmm, can I speak light language? Like, what is this? You know, like I'm so fascinated by it, but that was probably one of the weirdest things. Like if I were to tell that to my mom or my sister, they'd be like, what the hell are you smoking? Chelsea? Like, you know, (laughs) but, but I, I love it, man. I, 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 I like have this, this curious nature and like this hunger. And like that for me is like, I am willing to try most anything once. Like I'm willing to try most anything once, right? Like with the exception of like eating cockroaches or something (laughs) totally repulsive like that for me, but like anything else, like, okay. Yeah. Like, I don't know what this is going to bring up and there's some fear around this, but also like I'm excited at the same time. So I'm trying, I was trying to think if anything else was like weird that comes up. No, no. I mean, everything that I once thought was weird is just part of who I am now too. So yes. Right. Yeah. I love that because even though, and it's, it's like when we say weird too, it's like you, when I hear you speak about like quote unquote weird things, it's the, the judgment's not there. It's the, it's the curiosity. Like that's mm-hmm. what weird means. That's what I, when I hear you say weird and I say it, it feels like curiosity. It's not like judging. It's like, Ooh, yeah. what is this light language? And we actually had, a, if you're curious about that, we had a, a girl on the podcast, uh, who actually did light language. on the Heck podcast. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> totally. I've got to go check that episode out. Yeah. I freaking loved it. It was so cool, man. And like, I follow some people on Instagram who speak it and I'm just like, yeah. Yes. Give me all the things. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I would like to wrap this up in a moment, but how can people connect with you? I know you have so, uh, well, one, if you don't follow her on Instagram, (laughs) go follow her on Instagram because I love your content and your story. Thank you. As I was telling you, you just, before we started this, you can feel the authenticity, uh, but how can people connect with you? Yeah. Yeah. So I, 
feel like I live on Instagram for the most part when it comes to social media. And that's at the Chelsea, C-H-E-L-S-E-A Holden, H-O-L-D-E-N. So at the Chelsea Holden is my Instagram handle. It's also for Facebook as well. Um, and then I have a podcast called Cup of Chelsea and yeah, that's pretty much it. My website's the same chelseaholden.com, but really just like seriously come over and say hi on Instagram. That's like my favorite place to hang out. And I'm always in my DMS. I'm always love connecting with people and just talking and sharing the love and also just holding space. If that's, what's needed in the time too. Oh, so beautiful. And I saw on the other day, your stories, your program, what is that the program that you're currently? Uh... Yeah. So, so right now I have a six week mini mind that I launched called magnetic, and it really is just learning to step into this space of embodied faith, embodied faith, because that translates into every area of our life. And so I work with a lot of entrepreneurs. I work with a lot of creatives and really, I just wanted to do a smaller commitment. So it's going to be six weeks and we're starting, um, towards the end of August to get started on that. Um, but yeah, that's, it's still in, I don't, yeah, it's still in the pre-sale price. I'm, I'm like my, my brain, you can see me thinking right now, like, I'm like, yep, still in the pre-sale price. So, um, there's opportunity for women to come in there and just connect with one another too, because truly one of the best things that I have done for my growth is putting myself in rooms with women to have deeper conversations, you know, conversations like what we're having today and even beyond. And in all areas of our life, because for me that, that it's the sharing of our stories and the sharing of our experiences that reminds us how connected we are and how supported we are and how not alone we are and how, even if we're weird, we're, we're still cool. Yes. Yes. I love that. That makes me really, and it's, it's really, you never know who you're going to meet and Mm -mm. along the journey. Like even you and I, we both went through the same life coaching program, but you were, I think a a cohort ahead of me. Yeah. So got to connect and, uh, which is so beautiful. So it's, it's really great when you invest in yourself and be around people who you can expand along the journey with and who they'll connect you with. Yeah. Um, now the final question I ask every true vibe guest, since we are the, the true vibe podcast, all about all things energy, which, you know, uh, and true vibe being the energy we want to give to ourselves, what we want to feel, and then how we want to make others feel after conversation, after being around them, after being online. So for you, Chelsea, what is your true vibe? Hmm. I believe my true vibe is, is love and connectedness. Yeah. Connection. Yep. If I had to sum it up in that and, and for me, that really just looks like first loving ourselves and then going out and sharing that love with others Mm -hmm. in whatever way we, in whatever way we want. And then in that love, we're all connected. Yes. That's so beautiful. Yeah. I feel that from you for sure Mm -hmm. that you've been really deep with yourself, deeply connected with yourself. And it's, it, you embody this really powerful love. So I, it's, I love that so much for you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on and, 
uh, embracing us with your energy, your love, your connection. Uh, I really enjoyed this episode. Oh man, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me girl. I absolutely love you. You're such a delight. And I'm just, I'm just so happy to be in your world and be connected to you. So <laughs> make me cry <laughs> and everyone else. Thank you. We love you really. Thank you for being a part of this conversation, sharing in our energy. And if you really found the connection, the deep connection, connect with us, reach out to Chelsea, reach out to me, tag us. If you're listening to this and you're on your story, tell us a breakthrough. Uh, we would love to hear it. Other than that, thank you guys. And I will talk to you all next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode and are ready to help others connect to their true vibration, share this with a friend, hit subscribe and leave a review to let me know how this podcast has impacted you. Other ways to connect with me, check out the show notes to follow me on Instagram at MaryMC4 or check out my website, truevibewellness.com. Sending you all the love, all the light and all the highest vibrational energy.